Hey guys, welcome back to Raw Influence. We have got another very exciting guest on the show and I'm so excited to go into more detail of exactly who's here, what we've been up to and what's going on this week. Um, so thank you so much to uh, Blue Mics from uh, and Yeti Caster for their sponsorship for the mics. Really thank you for that, for this awesome gear that we have here. And uh, next fr- uh, This Friday coming up, we've got back on the show, we've got George Sullivan who will be talking to us about what he's been up to and some exciting things there. And we're going to be trying to, um, with, he won't know actually because this won't go out until then. So we're going to be trying to lure him into um, a, a, an event. We'll see if he accepts on that one. So that'll be very exciting to see what he's been up to. And yeah, I mean, we had Sal Shoes on the show last episode and that was absolutely awesome. So we're going to see if we can um, help out there with the charity and see if we can get some trainers and shoes on some uh, children's feet that don't have them, unfortunately. So if you guys want to help out, make sure you listen to the previous podcast on uh, how you can get involved because it's going to be an awesome thing for you guys to be able to help, um, you know, help some children out at Christmas time and uh, those less uh, fortunate than yourself. So, yeah, really looking forward to that side of things as well. So on my show, we have got an exciting guest. And actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to introduce herself. So over to you. Thanks. Hi, uh, my name's Emma Mann, and I'm the founder of luxury streetwear brand No Fixed Abode. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, what what was the brand? What, what, why the why the name of the brand, and kind of how did you get involved with that? So, uh, through a series of events, I found myself penniless, homeless, and with a small child. Um, and a lot of people said to me, oh, you know, you should just sit on welfare. This is, you know, the end. This is how it's going to be. But I thought there's no way that uh, this is how it's going to be. My background's advertising. Okay. So <clears throat> I wanted to turn what people would call a pretty negative and challenging situation into a positive because I think you can learn something from every situation. So I'd always want to start my own brand. So I thought now's the time to do it. So I started No Fixed Abode. That is awesome. I actually got my own clothing. Uh, really? kind of like, yeah, we got, um, we started, it's called Overwatch.Charity. And um, it's a clothing line. I, I kind of thought there's a lot of luxury clothing lines out there. Yeah. And everyone loves wearing luxury and they're yeah. proud to wear it. But if you look at charity clothing, have you ever looked at, um, you know, you get like a, a, a luminescent kind of yellow or orange running vest for mm. the marathon and it goes in your drawer and you never see it again. Mm. But you, you'll never get rid of it because you're so proud of it. Yeah. So we thought, why don't we create a luxury clothing line to be able to, um, you know, be proud, wear it on a daily basis. So that's something that we're um, venturing into uh, at the moment. And then we're doing um, where all, all the profits and the donations goes to a chosen charity for the individual to choose. And then when they get that T-shirt, for example, they get a little card that says, Thank you for purchasing this. Uh, not only are you wearing luxury, so on and so forth, but you've helped us remove a thousand uh, pieces of plastic from the ocean as well. So that's something that we're working on. That sounds really nice. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, it's something. It's very early days at the moment, but it's um, something that we're working on. So that's how that's how your brand started, and where 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 is where is it now? So uh, <clears throat> things are going really well, actually. I think. Pretty much everything's sold out at the moment. Wow. Uh, and we've got lots of celebrities because my background, I love my punk music. Okay, awesome. So lots of it is inspired by the music we listen to. Music's a massive thing. So we have lots of um, nice, clever musicians that wear our stuff. Like we've got The Cure, Drake's got one of our jackets. We've got Papa Roach guys, we're, we're at all the time. Chrissy Hine, kind of... Uh, 
lots of those edgy punk new middle people. That's amazing. So how did yeah. you go from being homeless, deciding whether or not, you know, people telling you to stay on welfare to then all mm. of a sudden having celebrities, you know, like Drake wearing your clothing line? How, how do you how do you do that for those entrepreneurial listeners? Uh, it's honestly, it's a long game. It really is. I think lots of people think it's going to be really quick, but it's not. I've been doing it almost seven years now. But it's just one foot in front of the other. And it's just, per- I think, a lot of things with entrepreneurship, it's perseverance. People think it's going to happen overnight. It's not. You know, you hear these stories, but then when you read the backstory, you know, about bands or people making it massive, it's normally, and like even Gary V, you know, yeah. all these people, like, oh, yeah, but they, they were actually, you know, in that band seven or 10 years prior. So I think it's just a long game. Um, I think it's about believing in yourself and what your product is about and just keep on putting one foot in front of the other. Do you think it was your advertising background that helped with those connections to um, reach out to those people? No, uh, I think people like the brand. They like what it stood for. Like they, you know, I started the brand to inspire people and to say, you know, when things are tough, just keep on going and you will get through it. Like there's lots of us that have been through, you know, extreme adversity and they come out the other side. You've got people like Eminem and, yeah. you know, it's really inspiring. So <clears throat> that's what the brand's all about. And people identify with a lot of hardships. Yeah. You know, and we wanted to make quality garments that you buy once and last like a long, long, long time. Yeah, because that's the problem. I, I don't know if I should say it, but I bought... Um... Yeah. I don't know if I should name their brand. Actually, uh, I uh, I did a climb for Ben Nevis, and I, uh, we uh, we did it here for charity, and yeah. you can't be nervous. But I didn't have um, kind of a winter um, hoodie. It sounds really strange, like a waterproof yeah. hoodie. It's not yeah. something that you really get. But I got one, and it was quite expensive. I would well, 170 pounds for a hoodie. Yeah. So I'd say it's reasonably costly, and the logo. I'm not joking. The logo on the front and on the back has started to fall off. Only three months later and these guys absolutely love it because they find it hilarious they're on, you what know. is like peeling off yeah it's peeling off and like, i sit there and <laughs> so i think bad. i was like 170 so pounds <laughs> yeah and you sit there and you think come on like what quality is this you if it's wrong with the marker peeling <laughs> over the top <laughs> yeah well no i just started peeling it all off so oh, that it looks like, like it's unbranded like it's pba glue just start picking it off. <laughs> yeah so i just picked them all off because oh i thought God. right i'd right now we're unbranded so i was like let's get rid of it and um my other half was like you do as the back's coming off too and I was like you're kidding me I was just like I'm going to have to I'm taking photos I'm going to have to phone them and say what's going on but I tell you what they're going to do if it's made in a certain way they're just going to send out the similar one right unless it's defect or something yeah maybe yeah, that sounds bizarre though. Yeah, so, it should yeah. last a bit longer than three months. Yeah, and I was sitting there thinking, this is crazy, and it's the same company that I bought waterproof trousers from that definitely weren't waterproof either. So mm. definitely got myself, and they're 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 a big name as well. So it's um, so, yeah, I don't know. so that's just branding, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's true. So obviously, when you started, you mustn't um uh, with with respect had a large budget, I suppose, to launch your no, clothing. No, I had brand. no budget. I was minus. Right. So my ex-husband cleaned out all my bank accounts, all my credit cards. I was massively in debt. Wow. I had nowhere to live. So I'm really lucky to have some really kind, genuine, authentic friends. Like I'm talking, you know, I can count them on one hand. And I think it's better to have quality than quantity anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they helped me out. And then I was just, I don't know, I think I found it like a challenge in a crazy kind of way. I was like, there's no way in hell this is the rest of my life. You know, I'm going to turn this around. And uh, 
my daughter was massive um, influence in that. You know, I was like, I don't want her to start off like like this. I want her to have a good life. And, and how old was she at the time? Well, she's a baby. Oh, okay. Wow. So baby, baby, three months. You kind of like, you you zoom over it like it's nothing. You're saying, oh, yeah, it takes really long. It's hard work. Seven years, I would say, you know, I've I've grown my business in five years. Mm. I would say seven years is, I wouldn't say that was that that long to come to where you are now uh, as a brand with nothing at the starting point it feels long though doesn't it, it? does sometimes when you're like oh my god <laughs> these days what am i doing and other days like yeah i love this i love it and other times you're like i'm mental is is it from a from a point of view of um i've always got to ask you because when i've grown my company i don't sit there and go wow you've accomplished a lot do you sit there and think you've accomplished no, a... never. it's horrible never. isn't it you, no, you wait for that. that i never do that i should i suppose yeah, I suppose you've always, you know, you're always looking for something else and to do more and make it better and develop better products. And So know. when you're saying that your clothes are all sold out, is it, do you have like a limited yeah. d- design of each one so that they're, they're limited edition basically? Yeah. So I've got a luxury line, like this jacket, it's all made in London by hand. So I'm all about, you know, British manufacturing and also, you know, it's all about quality. And I'd rather spend, like I personally would rather spend a bit more money on a really nice piece that's really classic. It's going to last a long time. Because it's, you know, we're all against fast fashion and all that stuff. We're completely vegan. You know, that's lots awesome. of our products, are, we're going all organic now. So same thing with your products. Yeah. Lots of our hoodies, I think there's two plastic bottles from the ocean in them. And, oh, amazing. You know, all yeah. that kind of cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that side. Yeah. When yeah. I was looking into Overwatch, it's the same, uh, the manufacturers in, in London as well. Yeah. Um, it, it, I found it quite hard because obviously we're trying to do it from a charity point of view. So we found it hard to be like, okay, so how's that packaging going to look? Because you can't have plastic. So it's then got to be like biodegradable mm. plastic, mm. And, you know, all of that kind of thing. Because you're going to have everyone watching. What's the point in buying a t shirt that's going to remove, say, I don't know, 50 to 100 pieces of plastic from the ocean? And... <laughs> Send it out of the plastic bag. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's there right in front of you. And it's in a, you know, in a plastic yeah. bag. Yeah. When we did a beach cleanup, we, mm. we, we did a beach cleanup. We turned up and the council gave us gloves, pickers, and, you know, for a chemical bag to put in, you know, needles or whatever. And the gloves, they turned up in plastic individually wrapped each hand in plastic bags we thought well there's our first piece of plastic that we've collected it's just it's so backwards isn't it so it's quite challenging i would say for um for for brands to make sure that they're i mean how do you make your clothing vegan that's that's an interesting one is it is that where you you can go yeah well um we're just really aware of the environment and it takes time to find these manufacturers and processes and but we found printers in the uk one of them that prints with vegetable based you know animal free nothing um printing dye so yeah it's cool yeah nice it's nice to know that you're making a a a dish because would you if you looked at luxury clothing would you would you say that other luxury clothing lines are doing that no they're not are they they don't care about that yeah it's interesting isn't it yeah they're just the corporates aren't they yeah why why this is what all, all the thing is is there's um I was, same similar thing, obviously, away from fashion. There's a there's a browser called um, oh, what is it? Ecosia. I think it's Ecosia. I'm sure mm. you guys will correct me if I'm wrong. And Ecosia is equivalent to Google. It searches. Mm. However, every time that you search, it takes a kilo of carbon out of the um, out of the sphere. I don't know how they do it. I think their servers are powered with like solar and everything else, and mm-hmm. they donate the money that they make, something like eighty percent of it, towards fixing the planet. 
and they're saying that if Google did that, they would eradicate the um, global environmental issues, 15% of it every year. Yeah. And you just sit there and you think, why, why not get involved in that? You know, mm. And it's crazy. So every time you search, I think it was 40 times when you search, if you search 40 times, they plant a tree for you. Oh, that's cool. I'm going to use it. I like it. Yeah, you can get it on your phone nice. and um, get it on desktop. We all use it here. So yeah. at the end of each month, we go through and do a tally through the company of countries we planted. Plant exactly. Cool. So obviously now they're trying to replant trees in um, the Amazon rainforest. So it's just great to know that we're. You, you, it's just a simple transition from using Google to mm. Ecosia. Yeah, okay, it's not as good. It's a bit slower, but at the same day, we, you know, we're planting a tree and going, wow, that one search took a kilo of carbon uh, dioxide out of the atmosphere. I'm just sitting there thinking, this is, this is cool. Why, why, nice. You know, and the more that brands, I think, move that way. Yeah, we need to, 100%. Like, it's, yeah, it's pretty extreme. We totally yeah. need to. Yeah. yeah. And have you, do you think that attracts a, a new kind of dynamic of customer as well, I suppose, to your brand? That you've it has. It has, but there's, you know, there's different customers. Like some people just want what they want and they like the designs and other people, we get lots of, you know, lots of vegans are into our stuff because our t-shirts are organic and then we print with the vegan dyes. So yeah, people write into that. And yeah, we have the compostable plastic bags and stuff as well. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I like that. Was, when I was looking into it, because it um, I was saying, you know, what's, and again, the factory side of getting things made is the challenge. Because if you haven't visited it or you don't know, you don't know if part of the production is done in another factory and comes through. So you never really know if they've been mm. um, ethical if you're going fully green kind of thing. So mm. that's what I'm saying. When it was in London, it's a lot easier because yeah. uh, they're saying, if you know, we can send you photos of exactly who's made each garment. And they, they said, I made this T-shirt. And they hold a little sign. And it shows the person that's on the machine actually making the T-shirt. And I thought, that is that's such cool. a, that's an awesome touch to it. So, you know, if you think on a, on a brand and clothing point of scale, how many times have you ever, you know, had a delivery and in there you've had a little picture of who made your clothes? You know, that's quite yeah, cool. Really cool. It's cool in itself. You have a look and you think, wow, that's, that's an awesome little touch. It's all those, like, nice little... You know, uh, they're almost like personal touches, aren't they? That make them more, more relatable as a as a brand sort of thing, don't they? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, I think it's really important as well. Like we're part of, you know, fair trade, so people are paid good, decent wages. And obviously, when you're producing in London, you're paying London yeah. rates. We're not paying minimum wage; we're paying way above that. So, it's it's a really important to just I think live your ethics and values, even though. You know, you're not doing it for anyone else. Yeah. You're not doing it for the glory. It's so you can sleep at night and you need to do what you, you believe in. Yeah. Whether other people are into it or not, doesn't matter. Yeah. You keep doing what you're doing, I think. So I'm really interested to know, how, how did you gather your audience? So, you know, from the journey, has it been a gradual thing or did it explode when you got kind of like a breakthrough or, you know, a certain chance? No, it's just chance? been a gradual thing. And I kind of went against all my uh, advertising grain i suppose because really? everything's really strategic with them yeah. and i was like no i just want to freestyle it and be organic and be quite raw and i just want to put it out there and see what happens and i made lots of mistakes and had lots of crazy experiences with manufacturers and being ripped off and yeah. i had no idea about clothing i was like you just gotta do it right yeah you just gotta do it how's he gonna learn it's gonna be a learning curve isn't it yeah it's so when you have the when you have a mate you go for um you know, when you say I'm sold out, is there a hundred of them? Is there a thousand? Is there ten thousand? Yeah. Well, the t-shirts is more. The jackets they go from anything from ten to a hundred. 
So some of the super limited ones, we only do 10. That's crazy. I think it's nice. Yeah. You how, want how, how nice is it knowing there's only 10 in the world? Yeah. Imagine seeing that other person as well that's going on. <laughs> no, you never will. You never will. Unless you like two mates buy it. But, yeah. You know, how many times have you turned up somewhere and you're like, wearing the same jumper or same yeah, tie? Yeah, like, oh. yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you shouldn't think. It's clothing's such a reflection of who you are as a person. I think especially um, in that music genre of, of where we are, like it's quite important to express your individuality and we're quite, you know, anti-establishment and all that kind of thing so, yeah that's, that's yeah. so how did you hit the celebrities like how you know how i did... just worked in the management oh really yeah oh wow and you're just and like really nice and you're just like oh, can i send you a, a t-shirt or a jumper or, or... yeah I was, you know and i wrote to bands that i personally listened to and oh, really like so i had you know it was a humbling experience uh i caught up with the papa roach guys earlier this year and that was a bit of a it was cool. They're just so down to earth and so nice. And so Jacoby, I gave him one of these jackets and he just wore it all around the UK for his whole European tour. Wow. And, and it was just before Keith Flint died. So he was oh. like, they did a tribute song. They did Firestarter. And he's like, oh, I just feel so fucking good in this. <laughs> so it's, it's really, really incredibly humbling and nice when, you know, you're listening to their music and here you are and these guys are wearing your stuff. And like Chrissy Hine was another one. She really likes the brand because she's vegetarian and completely into the environment. So she's into that side. Um, but yeah, uh, two different nice. angles. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, the jacket is awesome as well. And I mean, it's probably the perfect thing to wear at a tour as well in the UK, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. People love yeah. it. Yeah. That's crazy. And so I'm assuming nice off the back of all of that, they then, the, because of the tour, those individuals that followed them come and follow you and you just grew like that? Yeah. Yeah, it just happens organically. I think that's the best way to amazing so i think obviously you had a hard start when you you know you you you, you know left in a bad way you've had your you've got your baby and then you grew your brand yeah. for anyone that's in that current state right now and I, there's quite a few people um that i would say struggle and are trying to find their feet in the world that listen to yeah. the podcast what kind of advice would you give to those people that were back where you were in that in that scenario i would um you know i went in got lots of books on personal development and I really went into myself and went, how can I make sure this never ever happens again? Yeah. You know, and what's the single most important thing? And I think, you know, reach out and do have a chat with friends. You know, choose obviously one or two really, really close friends that you can confide in because I think that was a lot of my saving grace. But, you know, I think there's always something positive that you can take from every single day. I got into this thing and we do it every time at dinner. We we um we say three things that we're most grateful for. Amazing. And it can be like, oh, I'm so grateful for my hot shower. <laughs> yeah. You know, like honestly, I think, you know, we get into this mindset of being negative and down and especially when things are tough, but there's always something to be grateful for. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is, that's amazing too. I've never I've heard that one as well at dinner, just saying three, three things. It's nice. Like, yeah. It's a nice little chat, yeah. Because I bet there's things as well that you don't think the, you know, the other person's going to say. And you think, oh, that's, that's different. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I really like that. Yeah. It's quite homely as well, isn't it? Yeah, and it changes. Uh, I think it's a known fact that uh, if you say three things every day that you're grateful for, it'll slowly over a period of like 21 days kind of break that negativity habit, I think. You don't realise you've got it. It depends on, you know, what your upbringing was like. Mine was quite tough as well. So I didn't really, you know, you don't even realise you're doing it. You're normally quite happy-go-lucky, but, you know, sometimes you have these massive crisis yeah. moments. Yeah. But I think, you know, 
if you need time, take the time. If you need to get some sleep, get some sleep. Like, don't be hard on yourself and just keep putting one foot in front of the other and it'll change. Yeah. It's one thing in life, right? It's a constant. It's change. You might yeah. feel like, oh, it's never going to change, but it does. So you're, you're saying about self-development books and yeah. stuff like that. Who is it? Yeah. Do you have, like, someone that's your your go-to motivator that's out there? You mentioned Gary Vee earlier. Is it him or is it other people? I think he's cool. I like some of the stuff. Some of the stuff's not so much. You know, I'm quite kind of spiritual too. So there's a whole raft. I've got, you know, loads of different books because – you get different aspects, you know, then like you got Branson, Richard Branson. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. He's like, you know, fuck it, just go do it. And I love that attitude as well. Yeah. Like if someone offers you an opportunity, just say yes, figure it out later. Uh, <laughs> just uh, do it, man. Yeah. Uh, there's, um, I did a TED talk and um, mm. in, in my TED talk, I talk about the risk some people, when people look at the, uh, taking a chance, they, they think of the risk of what happens if this goes wrong, or, of me doing it. And I, I always say, well, have you looked at the flip side? What is the risk if you don't do it? Well, what happens if it goes right? Why do we? Yeah. Why are our brains? This is the thing. Why are our brains always like, oh, it's not going to go right? But what happens if it goes right? Yeah. And imagine you didn't take that opportunity. Yeah. Imagine you, you know. Imagine you said, oh, do you know what? I don't think he'll wear my jacket. Maybe I shouldn't send it to him. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't reach out. Yeah. Like it. You start, yeah, I think it's the ego. It's crazy, though. It's kicking in. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, almost like the fear of rejection or the fear yeah. of failure. And yeah. it's actually, it's yeah. just, what, what's the worst that's going to happen? They're not going to wear it. Yeah. That's the worst case. The best case scenario, they, they phone you up and say, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Come and join us. And, you know, yeah. next thing you know, you're with this person that you, you, you look up to, and it's amazing to be around that person. And they're wearing the, the clothing line. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, especially that's... Papa Roach, like that last resort, you know, it's a massive song. And they open with that. But it's like, oh, my God, you open with last resort. But how many times have you been drunk, dancing on tables, or like <laughs> yeah. air guitar around your, you know, yeah. your kitchen with with some friends? It was like, yeah, it was a humbling moment. That's, like, this is cool. I think that's probably one of the biggest lessons I learned is yeah. sometimes you've got to weigh up, you know, here's my risk. This is what happens if it goes wrong. And here's what happens if it goes right. Which one is more valuable and worth actually? Nothing to lose normally. Yeah, yeah. absolutely nothing. Yeah. It's just like a bit of ego. Yeah. If you could put your ego aside for a minute and just reach out to people, yeah, you never know what would come back as well. Yeah, it's crazy, and it's some of the, where, the power of where that can go as well now, especially with social media and absolutely everything else. Of just taking that, taking that chance, taking that leap, and moving on. You know, I don't think I've ever met anyone successful except for trust fund babies that um, you know <laughs> that have gone. Are they successful though. Yeah, we class that as successful. Maybe not. No, yeah, that's true. Okay, They're successful people, financially successful, that have um, you know not not yeah not taken yeah, yeah not yeah. taken risk. Every single yeah. person have taken risk. Some people have tried three or four different companies before they've got that one that's gone and you know one and like you're saying over your journey i'm pretty sure it wasn't from the very get-go that you know you started a clothing line and it was a you know a home hit run was it no it takes time i thought it was going to be like boom here we go yeah and it just took time to get out there yeah yeah, yeah. isn't that isn't exciting it's a crazy story as well isn't it just how you've done that and just a a bit more about your clothing Mm. So is, is, it in, is it in a similar price range of, of, of what I was looking at on my hoodie or is it, is it, more, is it more than that? <laughs> you know, I think you want a T-shirt. It's like 35 quid for a T-shirt. And I think we've got an all organic now and uh, printed vegan inks. And we uh, 
print and make them in the UK. So everything costs a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. But that's what we believe in, and the money's going back 100%. to the UK economy. But yeah, so they start at, at uh, 35 quid. Hoodies are like anything from like 90 to 140, and they're all organic and fair trade and, um, and you know, tested for no nasty chemicals and all that stuff as well. And then these jackets, depending on which one you go for and how many are made, yeah. can be like 1,800 quid. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the I like that though because it's nice to have something for everyone. You know, when you have people that aspire to it and they think I'm oh, just out of my reach, they, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to have the the range been able to get you know a garment. They believe in your brand, they believe in your image, so it's nice mm-hmm. to be getting involved with it all the way up. Yeah, you can still get a t- lots of skaters and stuff with the t-shirts and hoodies and stuff. Yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. Oh, I really like yeah. that. And it's um, what made you come up with the idea of being able to do limited edition of ten? I just think it's nice. You just got one morning, you're just like, you know what? We're going to only make 10 of those because they look so good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't want to, you know, I just, I think clothing is such a reflection of who you are personality wise. And I just love the idea because I think we're all really unique. So I love the idea of just doing really exclusive small runs. And I think it's cool that it's made in London. Yeah. Like it's handmade. Everything's cut out by hand, made in London. So it's kind of getting back to that craft, I suppose. Yeah. No, no. It's like your little spish item. It's cool. Yeah, it's nice. And it sounds strange, you know, but a lot of, of, uh, I would say, uh, brands don't like doing it in the UK because of costings. Yeah. However, you know, when you look, I'm pretty sure everyone does it because they look at the tax. Everyone looks at the tax, like made made in Turkey or, you know, made here. It's nice to be like made in the United Kingdom or made in Britain. You're like, Oh. Made in London, yeah. Is that what your sense? It says made yeah. in London, so that's awesome, isn't it? Because you yeah. said it's 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 about that bringing that community of support back into the brand again, isn't it? And being able to bring it home. Did you ever do anything offshore actually beforehand? I had a little devil, like we did some stuff in Europe, uh, but I just also communication-wise, it was so much easier and going up to the factories and things like that. And I think culturally, like my expectations and their expectations are pretty much the same. Okay. And it, but I was I don't know I've always been and that's why the website's got .co.uk I've always been it's all about England okay. it's an English like you know the logo is a lion head those lion heads are all along the banks of the Thames in London yeah that's the inspiration behind them so amazing yeah. amazing and so you've gone from that but you know your background is in advertising yeah. is it is it a single man company or how, how big is the company now is it do you have staff working for you yeah, yeah we have staff we have contractors um lots of my friends doing stuff yeah helping me out so it, it just totally depends on what we need so it, it kind of goes up and down but yeah there's, there's lots of people involved that's awesome and um from, from from this whole journey that you've been through uh got a lot of entrepreneurs raw influence is all about being entrepreneurial do you have any tips that you could give to fellow entrepreneurs that are you know, on their journey and whatever business, what tips would you give? If you had to give five tips of how they could, you know, implement what you've learned over your journey um, into theirs, how, how, how would that, what would you give? You know, I, I think the first one would be, you know, don't overthink things. I think we procrastinate and piss about, it's like, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And be really careful who you tell. Okay. Because, you know, some people just rain on your parade and, oh, you won't do that. Oh, that yeah. sounds really hard. How are you going to get money? You know, blah. It's like you've yeah. already stopped doing it before you've even started. Yeah, it's like trained you out a bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, just do it. Um, the other one is, I would say, like, believe in yourself. And like, if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to get very far because you always second-guess yourself. And 
like often you'll go with your gut instinct i remember i met the guys from dragon den dragon's den pierce yeah and he really liked my brand i was like how do you because i had lots of people coming to me and they're just bullshit artists okay and i was like how do i how do i spot them because some of them are really good and he was like just what do you mean bullshit artists like oh just people telling you lots of things and they're not delivering or just uh, completely lying about their skill set or what okay. they can offer you or you know yeah. lots of different things everyone comes across them okay. so uh just inauthentic and just sort of money hungry okay. basically uh, you know, we're like we've placed orders and they haven't been fulfilled, and they've you know half of it's turned up and yeah. Yeah. all sorts. But um, that gut instinct, I think, is a massive one, and it sounds so simple, yeah, but it really is. And and also just like keep with your ethics and values, don't sway that for anything, and your tribe will come. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That is that's. Did did you have that though? You know, you're saying believe in yourself. Did you have that when you was kind of you know down in the in the gutter did you did you No. yeah i was gonna say so how do you how do you get that is that yeah yeah i think the brand because i love creativity and it's it's you know it's what i love doing like i've worked for apple smirnoff vodafone louis vuitton yeah like all these massive brands um but i just i love drawing and creative work and fonts and ridiculous things like that. Oh, that's cool, so like typography. Kind of of, yeah, it was part of my therapy, I suppose. That's awesome. You know, you just put on some good music and off you go. So You're just invested in your therapy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. So yeah. it's just about, I would say, finding your finding your grit, I suppose. Of what you finding really, what you're passionate you're about. Kind of, yeah. Just do, you know, lots of people come to me and like, how do I find out my thing? You know, yeah. everyone's looking for their thing. It's like they expect thunderbolt lightning moments and, yeah. you know, the God to come down and give you a book <laughs> or something. Here's your life. No, I think it's, um, you know, even if you wrote a list of, you know, 20 things that you love doing and then go through and number them, but just do stuff that you love. Yeah, and like Gary Vee talks a lot about that kind of stuff. Oh no, he does. He, he I, I love that side of Gary Vee. When, mm. when Gary Vee is talking about uh, the whole different aspects of, um, you know, twenties is all about taking your risk, and thirties is about applying what you've done in your risk and all the rest of it, and, and going through his his journey is great. And I think he's made, I think he's made such a massive. Um, efforts in changing the younger generation about following their dreams i actually think he's had an, a, an effect on how businesses operate like if you look at this we've got lawn in the in, in the office yeah we've got we've got pods in this room in the other room we've got sofas uh we have a pool table we've got an xbox that's for lunch in here you know we, we have everything and it's all about creating that kind of dynamic of what makes you different as a business to enjoy being at work. You know, I don't really want to run a company where people turn up and go, Ugh, Oh, totally. It's, exactly. mon- it's Monday morning again. Yeah, it's fun. I, like, yeah. I look forward to Monday mornings. I love going to work. <laughs> me, me too. Yeah. That's the thing though, is that when there was a, we went for a part where we didn't have any of this and people would be like, Oh, it's Monday. And I said, I think oh, I just enjoy being here. And I'm really passionate about, yeah. being here so we just was like what will make you passionate about it what would you really enjoy it's like they enjoy the job but they just yeah. want to change it up with being more flexibility flexible yeah. working hours you know working remotely and how, how it how it fits into their world and it's just mm. like the whole dynamic i think gary v is a massive contributor to how mm. that kind of cycle has changed and i suppose oh, it'd be interesting actually did you see any of that happening in advertising when you when you worked in that area oh yeah definitely lots of my clients once you build a relationship with them they're quite happy for you to work from home and report back and 
yeah. yeah. 20 years or 25 years um, experience. So, yeah, definitely. It, it takes time and it's such a culture thing because people get really nervous that you don't yeah. want to deliver. Yeah. But I think it needs all that stuff and, like, rules are made to be broken. Like, you know, just so because some officers that have these, you know, boring dress codes and yeah. don't have any fun. Yeah. But most ad agencies are quite fun, you know. Some of them have skateboard ramps and... That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. And I, I don't think in, we're obviously in finance. I don't think in finance. <laughs> you know, I think there's very. Can you get a skateboard ramp? Yeah, imagine that. Imagine that. Cool, right, that's it. Two years. Our lease is up here. We're gonna get a commercial warehouse and we'll build a skate park and we'll build cool. glass glass offices. And I can't even skateboard, so that'll be a, a learning oh, no. curve. That'd be great for YouTube. I'm sure these guys would love watching me fall over. You can do the skates too, though, right? I'm a good skater. Skating, or you've got bikes as well. I'm a good rollerblader. There you go. Yeah, I used to play. um, Well, when it used to be when I was younger, it used to be in. We used to play uh, roller hockey professionally, like ice hockey. Wow. Um, So yeah, I was um, South play. uh, I think it was. I think it was the best in South of England on the team for Pee Wee's. Yeah, really good. My dad just literally drove me around all around the uk every weekend doing different competitions and here and there and yeah that's what you do so yeah i could probably get the skates back fine. on get the skates back on. yeah the hardest thing will be coming back to work do you skate i have skated yeah 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 right. i've done so i've done lots of surfing when i was younger i haven't done much surfing here yeah it's but, um, too cold isn't it yeah do you get away much with all of your work and your schedule and things like that i've start this year i've started to make more time for myself but i was really and that's another thing you know like i think you really had need to have proper downtime and breaks otherwise you're gonna burn yourself the balance, yeah. there was this really bad culture that people like you're not working hard if you don't work you know 18 20 hours a day and you're never gonna make it i don't believe in that mm. you know it's better like you need to look after your body ototherwise you got to be any use to anyone you start falling apart yeah yeah, no, I think I'm really at that important. point now. Yeah. I'm, um, Did you yeah, go through that? I yeah, I've, I've hit it actually. I think uh, you know I was working 18 hour days, yeah. and I did that all the way through uh, when I was at university. So I never had the party lifestyle. I was just yeah. that nerd that sat in my room. You were the Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, oh, that was yeah. I was the realistic version of it of being a nerd and sitting yeah, at yeah. research what's actually going on in the markets. Um, yeah. And so now I got to that point. I was saying to these guys the other day. I said, Do you know what? I've got two torn tendons in my foot. I've got this funny eye twitch going yeah, on at the moment for a bit too tired. I was like, I, I just need to take a week off, yeah. go and relax and just turn off from the from yeah. the world. And you know what? It's just I think it's es- like the stress level it just escalated because of all this Brexit rubbish now. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be dealing with the politics no, I anymore. I don't believe any of them. Um, yeah. So it's just it's just um, absolute nightmare. I'm looking forward for it to all come come to an end and just get on back to to, to you know the real world of what's going on the day today i don't think anything will actually change if i'm honest with you um but yeah it's um i've I've hit that point that's why i asked about the whole work-life balance with your little one how does that you know if you started taking that into account now of making sure you have that always you know with kids you know that's the whole point of having them you want to spend time with them yeah you know you want to hang out with them and do stuff even though you've got 50 billion emails and people calling you it's like you need to prioritize because you know, time is the most um, important thing that we've got, right? It's yep. the richest commodity of trade that we've got. So yeah. you want to work out how you want to spend your time. And I just, I don't think those aiding out, like, you know, I look back at the insane amounts of hours and the pressure that people like, you know, if you get this collection out now, it's going to go crazy. And it's like, it's not. 
it's gonna be fine <laughs> yeah, you know like yeah, if it's yeah, another yeah. week yeah like, it's, you yeah know, yeah just getting really, that break yeah. Have you have you um, thought of I don't know if you already have. Have you got a chance children's line or anything like that? I did do a bit of kid stuff, but I just found like I was diversifying too much. Okay. And I was like, I just want to bring it back. I actually started out as a female brand and did a bit of guy stuff, and then it it kind of flipped on its head because lots of the guys really liked my brand. So now we do way more. It's like seventy thirty. Okay. It's more of a masculine brand. Wow. Yeah. And do you think that was just the community that kind of steered that, or was it you? It's probably a bit of both. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe my style's a bit more masculine orientated. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting because I was trying yeah. to work out of a brand whether or not you're being proactive or reactive. And I think I'd say, and I've always tried to work out which one is better. Has it been ahead of the game and making decisions, or is it listening to the community? saying we want this we want that so then you deliver that all right right i know what you mean yeah no i just do stuff i like i get all these trend forecasters writing it you know do you want to buy the starter and like, no i don't care about any of that yeah. i don't care what anyone else is doing i'm just doing my thing that's awesome isn't it yeah so you've just 100 percent stuck to you what, yeah. what you, i like that do you know I'm what i want a it. jacket like this so yeah, i'm, I'm gonna make it over that Let's if you it. want that that's great if not that's <laughs> cool and that's totally cool and that's just how you've been the yeah. whole time yeah have you ever had anyone come and give you a suggestion of going oh, up? yeah we, yeah. Think we get it all the time oh. people write us in and do you think you can make this change and put you know rather than no fix to road london could you do you know I don't know, no fix about USA. I'm like, no. Because <laughs> no. it's made in the UK. <laughs> You're a London brand. Yeah. Oh, no. I love I swear, that's crazy. And is that, is that, is that like... Is that like all... Can you do the lion in pink on a green T-shirt or orange or whatever? Uh, no. Yeah, just like when you no, go... No, we just do loads of black too. It's all we sell is black. Oh, black is a black scene, isn't it? I don't think that's ever going on. Yeah, it's like... Um, yeah. I bet you must get that all the time. It's like when you go down the street and you see that one pink house and you're like... Don't know about that. That's you each to their own, right? Yeah. Like you don't have to like. It's like people. You don't have to like everyone. That's true. It's cool. Yeah. There's, you know, but just let people do their thing as long as they're not hurting you or anyone else. Um, and so, do you do you have a designer that does this, or do you do? I do the design. That's that's the fun bit. Wow. Yeah, I love the design. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. So, do you do like all the tech packs and everything that then goes off? No, I don't do any of that. I was going to say. So, you basically. (laughs) All the glory work. So, you like sit down, you design it, I'd like it like this. That's awesome. Yeah. I like like that stuff. I know about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But my skill set isn't, you know, geared up for that. Yeah. So, I'm a finance guy, and I was just like, when when, uh, we had contractors for the Clavian, I was just like, Yeah, I, I don't think I'm that creative. Like, I'm a stats kind of boring guy. So I was like, how do we, how do we get back? She's like, well, I'll just, you know, tell me kind of what two in industries you like. Yeah. And we'll, we'll kind of go with it. And she's, oh, it was awesome getting all these kind of like little, you know, penciled models, designs coming back to us. Do you like this? Do you like that? Do you like this? And when we had, ended up having a clothing range, we've got like 12 items. Yeah. It's like, which ones, these ones that you should start off with, go with these. And it was really cool, actually. Yeah. I think I hit, I hit it lucky. The lady that was designers, um, She's done Louis Vuitton and All Saints. Oh, cool. so, so I was like, two two no, no, uh, noted uh, noticed brands that mm. I'm aware of that I know that they, they're capable of doing awesome things. So I was like, let's, let's see what we end up with. And now now we're at the deciding part of, um, you know, we're about to go to production now, and we're just like, oh, is that out? I want to see it. I don't know. Well, I'm assuming it's going to take what three months or so. One that I'm most nervous about is we've got these um, these gilets. 
um, like body warmers, and uh, they're coming out. I'm, so, I, I'm such Can't a. Can't wait to get them right. Yeah, I'm like. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then again, I don't think many people. So it's quite interesting because you were saying about how you just did what you wanted, and yeah. you know, so it's quite interesting because I love gilets, but I don't think there's many people. If you look to the UK, they actually wear gilets. Like I don't want to say on a grand scale thing. It's like I'm going to go out and go get a body warmer. You just you don't really get that deep. It's more like I'm going to get a, a winter jacket or a, you know a parker or. I don't know. I was talking to someone yesterday about the stuff. It's like the luxe kind of, um, you know, what is it? Athlete leisure. Okay. It's kind of your area that you're talking about, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. People like layering up. Okay. That's, I think. I mean, I'm... lots of the big brands are doing it. It's not, and then you're like, off-white are doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. I'll have to... Um, you'd be surprised. Yeah. Everyone likes to be warm. Yeah, I know. I'm sitting there thinking, God, please don't be too late. Don't be like April, May. <laughs> yeah. It's just like us. Oh, useless. <laughs> yeah. Useless. You're saying that just, you know, if it's going to be a week late, that's fine. But if it's going to be a couple of months late, then I'm going to start getting getting nervous. But no, it's um, mm. I, I'm excited for that because it's... Um, I sit there and I kind of think, why have I? why do I wear... And there was, it was like like this. Why do I wear this clothing? I sit there and I think. <laughs> do you? Yeah, so I think I sit there and I genuinely question it, and it really yeah. bugs me as well. Is really? there, I was going to put a jumper on this morning, and it said um, owned by Ralph the Wren on it, and I thought I'm, owned. I'm like motherfucker. I'm like, owned I'm by her. I'm, I'm not owned. This is, I'm, He's I'm, not the boss of me. Yeah, that's literally what I thought. I was like, I'm my own person. Like, yeah. Why am I? Why Does it really I... say owned? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like on the front. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's um, yeah. It's like, uh, no, sorry, it says property, property oh, of property. Ra- of Rathbone. I thought, oh, I'm kind gonna... of same thing. Yeah, I was like, I'm not your property. Yeah, and I yeah. sit there like, I'm gonna like, cross over get, it. Yeah, get wear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone will be like, where did you get that from? Yeah, I, it's I, an original. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you sit there and you think, oh, what, why, what made me pick that up? And it was literally just the branding, right? At one point, I've gone, I. I need to get a jumper, and I've gone and bought that. And I sit there and think, mm. no, I need to. I want to get my own in that respect and it's ours is called overwatch and it was more mm. like let's kind of create a brand where we're over overwatching the planet we're overlooking it and we're trying to help where, nice. where 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 we can and it's i think there's going to be massive struggles with being um you know a, a non-profit business of trying to move the profits into the charitable side because then you've yeah. got to get new fresh stock and yeah. all the other stuff so it's going to be i think there's still some logistics that we have to work on it but i think like i said we're a small we're a small brand and you'll we'll probably only sell 50 to 100 of um the first batch, I would say, in a three in a three month window, um, and that'll be to our lovely followers on Raw Influence and social media, which is really nice to support us and um, help out. But it's, it's interesting of how how you then go from there and hit the bigger audience. But I would say at the moment in time, I think with what we're doing, I think it's very it's very all over the news at the moment. You've got uh, what's that? Uh, got, got Greta Thunberg yeah, yeah, yeah. And really pushing it, and you've got Leonardo DiCaprio, and you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of influencers out there at the moment that are really pushing you know, change and global change for, you know, the planet. And I think there's an opportunity there to, you know, be able to be like, this clothing is made, it's it's going back into, you know, the planet, it's, it's, it's helping um, take plastic out of the ocean. And it's, it's almost, you know, when you do stuff for charity, you go, oh, you know what, I, I, I like the charity, but I don't like this part of the charity. And so that's when we started trying to segregate it and be like, well, you know, what are you passionate about? Are you passionate about the oceans? Are you passionate about the forests? Are you passionate mm. about conservation in this um, Zimbabwe um, elephant sanctuary? Mm. So when they, when they go to the checkout, they can choose where it goes to, which one it goes to, whether it's the coral reefs or this or that. Mm. And so it's just trying to build out that side of things. But it was nice for us to go back and go, you know, we're in a 
good position where we don't need to be paid to to kind of run it because we've got other companies so it's nice it's nice to turn around and be like oh you know we can actually present a check to these smaller on the ground charities that are you know running the replanting of the forest that are mm. doing the regrowth on the um the, the seychelles and the coral reef that's been damaged and all the rest of them mm. actually be able to assist and that's all because of the clothing that we're wearing so i'm hoping that we build up this big kind of you know pride thing of wearing it like i wore this and this was what I managed to achieve off the back of that. That's oh, for sure. That's good pub chat, right? Yeah. Like, lots of people have heard them. Yeah. You know, I bought this this T-shirt that's got one plastic bottle in it and I fed, you know, some child in India or something. Like, it's good. Like, everyone likes to give. Yeah. But it's about finding those windows of, like, yeah. how people want to do it. Yeah. So by buying a T-shirt or hoodie from you, yeah, it's an easy win. Yeah. yeah, and it's, it's like, um, a couple of guys, uh, one of the guys here, Ben, he's um, ex-military been in the military for 12 13 years and he said on oh, overwatch obviously we've missed the window this year but you know next year um have you ever thought of doing a, a remembrance overwatch where it goes to the british legion as the charity mm. the donations mm. he's like a lot of his friends would go buy that because they know it's going back to the charity that they're so passionate about yeah. and i thought that's that's just an awesome touch isn't it it's all those yeah. i'm saying the small little changes that we can make that, that make the difference whilst you know owning something that's you're, you're proud of I would say we're at 48 minutes already. We've been going on for ages, actually. Wow. Um, what's the next steps for your brand now? You know, so you've, you've, you've gone all this journey now. What's, what's next if you've got... So we're going to open some stores. Is that first? Yeah, that's really soon. As in, say, so this is the first store or you've got... Uh, we've stores? had them before. We had okay. them in Camden. Okay. Um, then I pulled back because I was just spending too much time managing people and stores yeah. and, and I just wanted to do more design and also I just felt there was a massive change with like, you know, loads of retail, massive department stores and stuff are going under. So it was it was yeah. a move to just consolidate for a bit. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're branching more into uh, the Asian market. We're gonna be opening stores out there. Wow. So what cool. what drove that? Because you don't have any analytics, you don't you don't like tracking anything. <laughs> <laughs> do you go, do you, like, you want to go on holiday out there? And you thought this is a good well, reason like to. to go on, yeah, I haven't been to Japan actually. So is that where you look at Japan? Cool. Yeah. So um, no, all over Asia: okay. United Arab Emirates, Australia, China, Japan, Korea. In one one, one move or? Yeah. And are they going into your stores? Or are they going into other stores like? Um, like, almost like, I suppose, like House of Fraser or... Yeah, we, we're kind of going to go with other brands at the beginning and then we'll open up own stores. That's incredible. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. So, Thanks. is your first one's going to be in Asia and uh, not in the UK? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> made in the UK. Oh, you want to go to Japan and come party, don't you? I would love to That'd come to... Cool. I've, I've never been to Japan. Me neither. Look at those cherry blossoms up. My dad also, he, yeah. he, he raves about um, uh, sake as well. And, and yeah. Yeah, he said <laughs> he, he absolutely loves a bottle yeah, of sake. It's not about the alcohol partying at all. It's about the beautiful landscape. No, yeah, I, I think it'd be wicked out there. Yeah. Have you been or not? No, I haven't been to Japan. I've been to lots of other parts of Asia, but not Japan. Did you not think that's a bold move then, just to open up there is it is it just because it's not risky because it's going in other stores or no i think it'll be fine so you just well you just go i've got i've got some other people behind me that are helping me with it. okay i was gonna say because just to make that decision a bit like right it's the uae it's, oh, Japan, it's an informed so, decision it's okay. an informed decision i make it sound really flippant like hey, yeah let's do yeah, this yeah, yeah but no no it's very it's very calculated and so you have do you have a large base of following out there or is that um yeah we've got a pretty good base i think who we do have they're really loyal and love our brand that is awesome so it's expanding all the time so is that is that soon is that this month next month or next year it'll be early next year wow wow yeah. 
And how many stores do you know? Or? Oh, no, we're still sorting that out. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, we'll have to get you back on to find out how it's going next year. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm determined to see if we can get one open. Exactly. I'll bring some over from Japan. We'll have a little drink. Yeah. A little chat. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That sounds a lot better. Every 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 single podcast I've done, I've um, I've almost been like roped into something. Yeah. And uh, to, to to say, oh, well, you know, Japan and have a drink. That's that's so good because <laughs> some of the previous stuff that I've got, oh. I've, now, I've now got you know loads of shoes that's probably on their way to be delivered to the office of South Shoes, which is a which is a great one. Um, uh, well, what else have I got? I'm supposed to be going to the Congo River oh for 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 two weeks. Um, what are you doing out there? Well, I interviewed this absolutely awesome British explorer. He's he's uh, he's done Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, he was doing Mount Everest to take the first Kenyan up Mount Everest, and now he's on a twelve-month trek to be the first person to ever complete walking the entire Congo River. Wow! And he's like, "Yeah, just join me out for a short stretch." And I thought, "Yeah, short stretch in the Congo River, two weeks." Yeah, There's some hardcore animals out there, you know that. Right? Oh yeah, he was <laughs> telling me about this whole thing that if a snake bites you, you know, you've got you got to shoot the other person, you know, because it's it's more cute. <laughs> may not it's like okay you know they've got the congonese rebels out there in the forests and you've got ebola and everything else and yeah, i thought yeah. what's going on he, i also agreed to do mount kilimanjaro with him that was another one i had um, That'd be amazing i had pro pt on here who's who's my personal trainer um a fitness trainer he's a celebrity fitness trainer and me and him we were, we're supposed to be doing a 48 hour boat race <laughs> And this stuff's all going to catch up on me next year. I can see already. So, so well, I'm it's relieved. Social media is proof that you <laughs> yeah, have to do yeah, it. Yeah. So when you say, oh, you know, a sacky, a, oh, yeah, a, a yeah, bit yeah. of a pipe. Oh, yeah, oh, let's plan that after all of those, <laughs> oh, all those hardships, and then we can have a yeah. catch up on how we go. So Sounds good. let's wrap up there, guys. Absolutely awesome having you on the show. So thank you so much Absolutely. for all your, yeah, for all your valuable points yeah. and helping out all of these uh, um, listeners and also viewers as well. And. Um, so if these guys want to find out more about you, how can they how can they get in touch, stay up to date with your story, things like that? What's your social media pages and websites? So you can reach out to No Fixed Abode. We are no-fixedabode.co.uk. No Fixed Abode London is our Insta, and you can find us on Facebook, just No Fixed Abode. Amazing, amazing. So guys, make sure you go give those pages a follow, go visit the website, and um, let me know exactly what you think. And if you get any um, awesome clothing, make sure you send a picture to me, and I'll, I'll post it on my social media for you guys as well. It'd be awesome to see. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Um, the next episode that we have, we have George Sullivan join us back on Friday, again, where I'm going to try and rope him into this um into this charity shoe shoe race for christmas see if we can do something there so um, stay tuned guys thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode and again a massive thank you to uh, blue mics and the yeti casters for uh, being our, our sponsor of the podcast that's raw influence finished um thanks again and we'll see you guys all in the next episode